This is a Cortez Currents news update. The Pacific Salmon Foundation, PSF, supports the DFO's decision to remove open net fish farms from the Discovery Islands. In this morning's interview, Dr. Andrew Bateman explains that it's very unusual for the scientists in this Vancouver based non profit organization to take such a strong position, and he explains why. There's been no formal risk assessment of the overall impacts of salmon farming in BC on wild BC salmon. What we have are pieces of evidence that come from different researchers, different fields, different specific risk assessments. And these are lines of evidence around the impacts of sea lice from salmon farms, the potential impacts of viruses and bacteria coming from salmon farms, the patterns of infection we're seeing. And combined, these lines of evidence are what has led the Pacific Salmon Foundation to take a position on open net aquaculture. This is quite a, a rare event for PSF. We tend not to take positions on issues. And so really, it's, it's the strength of evidence that we see on these multiple fronts that leads us to conclude, and, and it's the position of the federal government as well, that salmon farming in British Columbia needs to transition from open net aquaculture to something else that's better for wild salmon. And that, that may ultimately be on land aquaculture, that may be some other form of closed containment. The details have yet to be worked out there, but it really needs to move from open net salmon farm. What about having salmon farms on migration routes, such as we have in the Discovery Islands? Well, as you probably know, the the federal government as well has decided that salmon farms in the Discovery Islands uh, will have to be out by the middle of next year. In the context of open net salmon farming, certainly that is a big risk. As juvenile salmon in particular, but also returning adult salmon migrate along these migration routes, the juveniles are their most vulnerable. And that's where we see the greatest potential for risk. That is the the big reason why we support the transition from open net farming. And if farms could be moved off migration routes, that's a discussion worth having. What that would look like in the context of BC is, is a little uncertain, but that is the greatest risk that we see. So what about the DFO's pronouncement that salmon farms pose minimal risk to wild salmon migrating through the Discovery Islands? Stepping back a little bit, this, the minimal risk terminology really came out of the Cohen Commission of Inquiry. And the Cohen Commission was established in 2009 to look into the collapse of Fraser River sockeye salmon and the issues around their sort of slow demise and then acute collapse around that time. And Justice Cohen recommended that unless, as part of the commission, recommended that unless salmon farms in the Discovery Islands were found to pose no more than a minimal risk to Fraser River sockeye, then they should be removed. And following up on that recommendation, over the last several years, the Department of Fisheries, DFO, has performed nine individual risk assessments for pathogens that may be transmitted from Discovery Island farms to Fraser River sockeye. This 
set of risk assessments was formally concluded towards the end of last year. And in each case, DFO found that the pathogen in question posed what they considered a minimal risk. Now, at PSF, within the Strategic Salmon Health Initiative, which is the, the branch of PSF within which I've, I've been working for the last couple of years, we really don't agree with this assessment or these assessments for a number of reasons. The key reasons are as follows. So one, there was a failure to consider sea lice at all in these risk assessments. So the risk assessments really just focused on infectious diseases and not parasitic sea lice. Two, there was a failure to consider any kind of cumulative impact assessment across the pathogens, even those pathogens that were considered. Three, uh, we have deemed that there was really inadequate consideration of uncertainty in these risk assessments. And, and that includes the lack of consensus among experts that took part in those risk assessments. Or there's been a failure to correct some pretty key errors in at least one of the risk assessments. And, and fifth, and finally, really these risk assessments are already out of date. So since the conclusion of the risk assessment processes, new evidence has come to light, some of it from the Strategic Salmon Health Initiative, the SSHI program, and, and really that should be incorporated before moving forward. That speaks to the specific process that came out of the Cohen Commission. But I'll note that those risk assessments and that process really focused exclusively on salmon farms in the Discovery Islands, and they, they focused exclusively on impacts not even all sockeye salmon, just Fraser River sockeye salmon that migrate past. And really, no group has, has performed any kind of formal risk assessment that would allow anyone to say whether there is a minimal or other risk to salmon in general. And so sometimes there's, there's a little bit of, of breakdown in messaging that we hear around, around these things. Based on the findings coming out of the SSHI, we really believe there's cause for more concern, for more careful consideration of the existing evidence, and for the collection of new pertinent evidence, new data by the relevant authority. In the meantime, while that's going on, we believe that really even moderately judicious application of the precautionary principle demands that we transition salmon aquaculture away from open net pens and towards something that is going to be better for wild salmon. You've been listening to Dr. Andrew Bateman explain why the Pacific Salmon Foundation supports the DFO's decision to remove open net fish farms from the Discovery Islands. The foundation first announced their position on May 9, 2018. Scanning through some recent scientific papers, Cortez Currents found that Dr. Bateman and other scientists from the Pacific Salmon Foundation co-author with scientists from the DFO's Department of Molecular Genetics in Nanaimo, the University of Toronto's Department of Ecology and Evolutionary Biology, and UBC's Department of Medicine, to name a few institutions. Dr. Bateman was the lead author of a paper called Descriptive Multi-Agent Epidemiology via Molecular Screening on Atlantic Salmon Farms in the Northeast Pacific Ocean that was published in Nature last month. This broadcast 
was taken out of a much longer interview which Cortez Currents has opted to broadcast in segments.